0: BLOB TALK RADIO Hello, hello everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm your host, Sasha Marina, and you're tuned into the Sasha Marina Show. So today's segment is entertainment life and our guest is Michael Grimm. You know, at first when I received the email to, to interview him, I was like, you know what, that, that that name is just it's so unique and um um I feel like I know it from somewhere. And then, you know, I I started reading through the bio and I and, and it kind of just hit me. I'm like well then, this, that guy, that guy from America's Got Talent, and you know, it kind of sucks for me to remember him from that way, even though he's a wonderful musician. And as, as you know, the more that I read about him, it, it, I mean, it, it, there's a reason why he is a champion of that. But um, it, he looks like, a, you know, he seems like a wonderful person, and I really want everyone else to kind of get to know him as well, and not just as that guy from America's Got Talent, but as Michael Grimm, um. The star, the country music star, the musician that has had an interest for music since the age of five. I want to read uh, to you guys a little, um, a little snippet from his bio. Okay, so it goes: With his soulful voice and earthy southern manner, Michael Grimm charmed millions of viewers as a contestant on season five of NBC's popular America's Got Talent parlaying his substantial singer-songwriter appeal into a first-place finish. Michael took home the grand prize, which if you guys are not familiar, it was a $1 million uh, prize, and headlined the first ever National America's Got Talent Tour. Following that, he toured with the legendary Stevie Nicks and Hart, playing to arenas of 20,000 people. Now, how fabulous is that? So he's more than that, just That guy from America's Got Talent, you know, it's it's Michael Grimm, and I'm glad that he um, continues to to charm with charm us with his music. Um, Hi, Michael. How are you? you (laughs) Did I talk too much before I before I uh, spoke to you? No, I I like
1: that. (laughs) That was just getting into that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Wonderful. So, uh, Michael, let's. I I like to, to to talk to people mostly about how. Kind of the journey that got to that got you to where you are now, I mean you've gone through so much um, what was when what when did that first spark of interest in music start um you know in in your heart and and why
1: i you know i i I just remember at a young age just uh uh being around my grandmother and uh and she playing piano in church, and that that's what struck my interest in music. And she would uh, she would sing some uh, you know old Baptist uh, Southern Baptist hymns and and my sister and I would would sing uh, next to her in church. She would pull us up and we we'd do little Baptist hymns like Jesus Loves Me, you know, and uh, How Great Thou Art, you know, all those songs and and uh, yeah, it just amazed me to how my grandmother played the piano and, and she didn't know. Uh, she, she was never taught uh, how to read or or any any uh, any music at all she just did it by ear and uh, the way her mother taught her how to play but her mother didn't know notes or anything either so and uh you know that, that inspired me you know
0: definitely and isn't that isn't that brilliant um the fact that you you don't even have to know how to learn music it, it kind of i feel like those things kind of just come in your blood you know what i mean because if you sit me by a piano i i don't i mean i definitely don't know how to know, uh, read music but i still won't know how to play the piano either i
1: still struggle with the piano
0: yeah so i feel like things like that talent like that is definitely in the in, in the blood i mean it could be taught but it it it's also within you um you know, at at the age of 13, you were discovered by an Ann uh, McNair, a singer with both, uh, with gospel. Um, is the gospel, was that something that, that, that you liked in the beginning of your music career?
1: Well, definitely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, you know, some great songs uh, in the gospel field. And uh, working with Ann McNair, you know, I come from South Mississippi, and it's right mm-hmm. there in the Bible Belt, you know. So, uh, a lot of people, you know, down there, uh, uh would be, uh, more than likely a, um, a religious, you know, person and, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, just good people all in all down there. But, uh, Ann McNair was a gospel writer or is a gospel writer and, uh, and, uh, yeah, she just uh, found me, uh, <laughs> believe it or not, playing, playing in a little bar room when I was 12 years old, being chaperoned by, uh. You know, one of my uh, elders in the family, and uh, and she uh, she taught me how to how to write my uh, first song, taught me how to write music. Though there's no technique to it, she showed me how uh, to really express myself emotionally through writing and music.
0: Wow! So um, it it really seems like I mean that part of your culture kind kind of really set the base to the beginning of your career. Um, obviously,
2: um, you know, absolutely. So-
0: you know, um, and and I and I'm sure that it it still continues to inspire you and in, and your music today. Um,
1: oh, yes, absolutely. And
0: I, um, you know, reading more about you, um, at the age of 21, you took a a performing gig in Vegas. How did that, you know, how did that transition from you know Southern boy uh, gospel singing? <laughs> all the way to Spin City, you know what I mean? West Coast, different vibe all over, you know. Um, Did that make you grow as a person? Um, Did you find a little hardship in that? Did it make you grow as a musician? How was that transition for you?
1: Well, you know, I mean, down in Mississippi, I felt like a, uh, you know, I felt out of place, you know, and... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, musically, you know, and um, just not a lot going on down there in, in the music. world I mean, you could find great music. Don't get me wrong, in Mississippi, but the music industry is not down there. And I tried my my hand in in Nashville. Uh, I had a um, a label uh, deal there uh, for a short time with an album I released in a Christian country music uh, 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 genre, and it was uh, the name of the album was "Take It to the Maker." And I did a song uh, that was a single called "John Wayne and Jesus" that was written by Terry Bell and Nick Granada, two great uh, Nashville songwriters. And the song uh, the song went uh, over so well it it, it won me an, an award. And I I uh, had the honor of playing the Ryman Auditorium. That was a big moment for me when I was uh, between seventeen and eighteen years old. Um, but after that album, uh, you know, I went on back in Mississippi and and uh, a friend of mine, you know, uh, said, look, there's a show coming to town uh, called Legends and Concert. It's out of Las Vegas. Uh, it's going to be in Biloxi, Mississippi at the Imperial Palace. You should you should stretch out and just get away from everything in your world and just play guitar and uh, learn some technique and, and learn how to be a part of a show like that it will be mm-hmm. good for you," he said. So I went. I went ahead and did it. Got in the show, and I was. I played guitar for Legends in concert and Biloxi for, for about a year and a half, and then the show, um, picked up and headed back to Vegas, and uh, I got to know everybody six nights a week. Uh, six nights a week there, <clears throat> excuse me, and um, so I picked up with the circus and 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 headed out to. To Las Vegas, and so I, I knew a few people, now, and uh, they were convincing me. They said, "Look, come on out and just try it, and if you don't like it, you know, come back. You can do what you want right here." So I, I, I took off. Uh, I remember it was uh, New Year's, New Year's, the New Year's Day of two thousand one, and uh, and I, I, I don't know. I, I, within that year, I, I started working in Vegas and and um uh, it it gave me the opportunity to to hone in on what I do a lot better, you know mm-hmm. give me more work and uh and I was making uh you know decent living, just playing music, doing my own thing uh out here in vegas so uh to me, there was no looking back. it was the only city that i I had been to uh, that you were able and I was able to to make money like this in. Uh, and I tried my, I tried out, uh, you know, uh, Los Angeles and and New York. I went to every label, uh, before I was on America's Got Talent and, uh, just couldn't land the record deal, you know? And, uh, so through the years of playing out here, I said, well, at least I can make a living, playing music out here, um, doing what I love to do. So I've been blessed with that. And, and then one day somebody, uh, Recommended for me to go to America's Got Talent.
2: Well,
0: don't you don't and you appreciate that? <laughs> absolutely.
1: You know, and I never thought about doing anything like that. Well, you know, I did, but I didn't think about actually doing it because the shows that were around were mostly were what uh, American Idol and uh,
2: uh-huh. there was a
1: new show at the time, X Factor, that was going to be coming out, and, and mm-hmm. a few others, and America's Got Talent. I just thought America's Got Talent was was uh, a better pick if I were to try out for a show than any of the other ones. Uh, for one, I, I am not uh, um, what uh, they would consider an American Idol, you know.
0: Um, yeah.
1: You know, so America's Got Talent. Where you
0: coming from? <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you <laughs> yeah. It be a
1: specific thing, you know, for that. And um, yeah. yeah, so I went and tried out for the America's Got Talent. And I didn't get it, uh, you know, and uh, and I thought, well, you know, that's, that's okay. I'll try it out and just go back and play music out here. Actually, I went and played with Bill Medley uh, after I tried out for America's Got Talent and, and they didn't call me back. Uh, Bill Medley uh, from the Righteous Brothers asked me to come out and play guitar with him on the road. And while I was playing with him that year, it, it was the following season of America's Got Talent, they called me up. And I was in Florida playing a show with Bill, and uh, and I said, Bill, uh, america has Got Talent called. They want me in Hollywood tomorrow, you know. And he goes, Well, we'll go, kid. What are you waiting for? <laughs> you know, so, so, and that was the first episode that I was on. Well,
0: isn't isn't that a transition? Um, but you know, but but overall, you really saw the opportunity. You know that, you know, being actually. Uh, recognized for your work, and you know, earning a pretty decent living, like like you mentioned at, at that time. Um, you know, during that time of uh, in in Vegas and and meeting all the you know the bands and musicians that you met, I'm sure along the way, and that you continue to meet. Um, how did that started expanding your your genre and and your you know, your your music. Because uh, like we mentioned, you know, your base was mostly gospel, living in the South. That's all. Well, that's what you're used to hearing, used to playing. Um, when you started playing with all these different kinds of musicians, all these different genres, you know, um, how did your interest in other music start to pick up?
1: Well, you know, I mean, I, I grew up <clears throat> in South Mississippi, like I say, even though the, the mm-hmm. music industry is not down there. I come from a wide variety of genre, uh, different genres of, of, of mm-hmm. music, of Southern music. And uh, so I always had, that, had had those different flavors from the New Orleans funk right there next to me to the Memphis soul, you know, I call it Mississippi River music, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, the gospel that I was raised up on and country music and, and uh, the blues, of course. And, you know, I didn't realize uh, how much that was a part of me until I moved to Las Vegas, Till I got out of the South.
2: <clears throat> I'm sure. <laughs> and, uh, you
1: know, and, uh, and, and when I, when I got out here, I, I, I started playing that music, uh, a lot of the soul, uh, stuff that I, I grew up listening to in New Orleans funk. And, uh, nobody was really doing it out here in Vegas. And, uh, mm-hmm. those who had, who had tried to do it, uh, um, weren't successful at it uh i would say you know because they, they just wouldn't get work a lot of a lot of places out here in vegas would rather have popular music uh not not something you know some, played some older traditional types of uh cultural music from where i'm from right. but it worked for me you know and i think it worked for me you know because i told uh I told the entertainment directors and, and agents that hired me that I would play the popular music, but I didn't. When I played the gig, I did my own stuff and, and they realized it, it works. It, you know, it, it never hurt me. Um, I guess I'm a little bit of a rebel in that sense, but being around, uh, you know, all these different musicians out here, uh, definitely, uh, uh it, it took my, uh, playing and, 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 um uh, my musical abilities to to a different level um, such talented talented people out here um, and I've, I've been blessed to work uh, with some of the the best musicians in the business
0: most definitely um you know d- during this time too where we're we're gonna kind of transition to a, a little more personal I'd say you know you're you um, are your family also kind of suffered the destruction of the hurricane katrina um which i'm sure affected you very much especially you being all the way in the west coast at the time um you know what 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 did you have to do for your family at that point or with i mean i don't know how much you had to help but you know how does that kind of a- a- affect you and um
1: yeah. you know i i uh it's hard to describe how that affected me because i i i don't know if, if if any listener out there knows uh what it's like to 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 not only lose something but lose something as big as your hometown you know and uh and then you go and, and visit that that is uh that is the most strange weird icky Surreal feeling. I, don't know, I can't even mm-hmm. put words to it, you know. And uh, um, so, yeah, it it was a uh, it was a bit traumatic, uh, um, but uh, my family came out unscathed, you know. And friends, uh, there were a couple people that I, I acquaintances that I didn't know that did lose their lives in, in the storm, but luckily, uh, most people fared out uh, uh, well, considering. Uh, the, the the power of that storm um it leveled my hometown completely you know but my my home and, and the mississippi gulf coast and new orleans uh is is coming back you know and uh it's taken a while um yeah yeah so you my know. grandmother was one that lost her 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 mm-hmm. uh, house in the storm the one that i was raised in because she raised my me and my sister and um uh, her and my grandfather, that is. And, uh, you know, I always told her when I was a kid that I would, I would, I would, uh, when I grow up, I'd get rich and famous and, and buy her a mansion with a limousine and, and all this stuff. Yeah. You know? And you tell her, yes. as a kid, you know, and I was glad that if, you know, I won the money that I could do that, you know, for, for her, that was uh, something she needed her and my grandfather because they were living in a little trailer out in the middle of the woods uh, and uh, wanted to get them out of that, uh, you know, those conditions they were in.
0: You know, I, I still tell my father that I'll buy him a condo and a Maserati when I get rich.
1: So I hope to yeah, right. to that dream. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: You know, um, I, I kind of Oh, by to the way, I th- never
1: did buy her. <laughs> I never bought her a mansion. I couldn't afford that. But I did build her a house. Oh, that's up, beautiful! Built it especially for them.
0: Mhm. Well, I, I'm sure that in their hearts, I was as good as a mansion.
1: <laughs> <right>. You know.
0: <laughs> you know, I um, I kind of want to share my story of during that time of Katrina. Um, my my mom was a or is continues to be a, an echo a cardiovascular attack, and at the moment she was um, traveling. She had her position in California, and my father with my two siblings, we we were dro- driving from Miami, you know, cross country all the way to Cali. You know, to to move in with her for for the time being, that she was in that contract. Uh, during that time, it was it was literally like, I'm saying like at least a week before Katrina, we drove through through the whole south. You know, Alabama, Louisiana, all of that good stuff. Um, and it was incredible. Did you, did you
1: ride along the Gulf Coast?
0: Um, no, no, we did not ride around the the, the Gulf Coast. I see. Um, I forget the the highway that we take.
1: It's probably I ten. Yeah, I ten near the Gulf Coast. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Far, so far. um, so um, you know, it, 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 the reason why I'm sharing this is because we literally left, you know, the, the south like a week before, and and it was it wasn't planned either. We weren't supposed to leave during that time, but we figured because it was still the summer and we wanted to make it to California before school started, so we can enroll in school on time, all of that. And once we got to California, this happened. And my mom was like, This is like this is like you know, like I guess you would say it as if everything happens for a reason, it's the Lord's blessing, whatever, you know what I mean? That instead of traveling on that same week that Katrina hit, um, you know, we traveled a week before. So um, What are the
1: odds I, of that happening? And then I you know, know. they're <laughs> the quiet before the storm, nobody knew what was really yeah. about to hit them on exactly. the Gulf Coast. There. Yeah, and you got to see the beauty of it, at least, before it, it was destroyed. Exactly. exactly.
0: You know, I, I, my mom used to tell me stories. She used to uh, do dance competitions in high school, and they would go to, to New Orleans a lot. And she would tell me, you know, the stories of how beautiful New Orleans was and stuff like that. And I still, to this day, really want to see New Orleans, but I feel like it would never be the same as it once used to be, of course.
1: So, well, you uh, know, I've been, I've been back in New Orleans, and... Uh, uh-huh yeah it, it got hit really hard and, and economically it's, just, it's 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 really taken a a, a beating and uh, it's hard for it to come back but the the great thing is is that uh, katrina did not destroy uh, the french quarter uh, did oh. not get into bourbon street and those old mm-hmm. areas of new orleans and when i go into new orleans today i still i still feel uh, the spirit of new orleans as they call it you know um, it's very much there, and I I recommend. And if uh, you get a chance, you, you mm-hmm. definitely have to go. Uh, it is uh, a one of a kind place.
0: Oh, I, I I you know I'm I'm sure that it is. I've I've traveled all over the states, um, but everything the South is way different. That's why I I feel like people don't don't understand if they're from the South. They think, especially down here in Miami, people think like, oh, you know, it's everything's like South Florida. No, no, it's not. I mean literally, like once you pass Florida, like once you just go into Georgia, it feels like the north like it just feels different. you know, every state has this there's this a difference in the atmosphere um and mm-hmm. i've and I've learned this through the years, you know, just from traveling um. So I recommend those that are listening, and you know, I mean, we're we're going on about you know, you know, storm and Katrina and stuff like that. But really, if you ever have the chance to travel, people think that traveling is just going out of the country. Traveling is just going to your neighbor state and seeing something different and probably visiting a city oh, that you've never seen yeah. before. So yeah. Um, so I guess going back into Michael Grimm here. <laughs> Let's talk. And you're about... in
1: Florida, you said.
0: Yes, I'm in Miami. Mm-hmm.
1: So so yeah, and y'all have some beautiful places down there too. There's that uh Oh we
2: do there's a
1: my favorite place or one of my favorite places is Saint Augustine. Oh, I God, absolutely love Saint Augustine, mm-hmm. Florida. Mhm. Just the history. I didn't know, yeah. it. it's like the oldest town in America. You never you never know yeah. those sort of things. So you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: yeah exactly. Um that the same mentioned Saint Augustine, we I mean we lived in in florida many years before we even or miami many years before we even thought of visiting san augustine and um one winter we took a family road trip all the way from miami to uh, uh virginia we wanted to go to the bush gardens in virginia to get mm. yes, the city. yeah yeah williamsburg yeah. virginia so through that trip oh, yeah. um, we we actually did a, a little two-day stop in St. augustine and it was the winter and that this is what i'm saying about just you know, just going a couple miles up, and it's so different that mm-hmm. just that winter. It was so cold. We had just left, like, of how hot Miami was, and we just go a couple hundred miles up. And I was seeing it, and it was freezing. It was literally icicles hanging outside of our, <laughs> of our wow. house. Um, And it was just beautiful to see such, like, um see such history in a different city and at the same time see it in, in the winter, which I'm sure would be totally different seeing it now in the summer.
1: See, so, yes, we have okay, such a, really a big do. country with all, all kinds of stuff in it. That's for certain.
0: Yes, yes, most definitely. So, um, kind of going b- back to you, Michael, and um, you know, you mentioned uh, earlier before we got onto this, uh, America's Got Talent. Your, your first audition, they did not call you back, and um, and when they called you the following year, you you decided to say yes to it. Um, what what was it about that, you know, about that call? Because usually sometimes when people feel that they were denied the first time, they'll be like, Oh, well, you know what, well, they missed out on me. I'm not I'm not gonna go ahead and take that opportunity. <laughs> well, um d- did you feel that like you were just playing it smart or did you just say, What the hell? You know, I mean, let's let's give it a try.
1: That's that's it exactly. I am okay. you know, not one to turn down opportunities. That's uh, that's especially nice. in this business. I always thought I'd be on the radio or have a label deal years ago, but uh, that, that has not happened. And, uh, you know, uh, I just took took that opportunity uh, that came with America's Got Talent. And I I didn't think I would really get on there. I I thought if I did get on there for one episode, uh, that would be great because then I can sell maybe a few albums of mine on the internet and uh, get by a little more with a bigger fan base, maybe. Uh, no, I did not plan to, to even get on the show. I just went and tried out, got Mm -hmm. turned down, called up, they called me up the next year and, uh, I went and uh, did the, that episode everyone saw me on and from there it just kept going and and going and, and going and I, I was, I was, uh, you know, each time I, 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 I won and <laughs> got to the next mm-hmm. round. I I was uh, it felt like I was in a movie or living some sort of story that was uh, not real that was playing out. I, it was a uh, it was a very strange strange moment because I'm standing in front of people. I feel like I'm I'm watching myself from 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 a distance. Um, it's like an mm-hmm. out of body yeah. experience. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> You know, I can never imagine how that feels like. Um, I'm I'm sure that, it, like you said, it it must feel very weird at, at some point. But um, that, as long as it makes you happy, and I'm sure that it makes you happy because if not, you wouldn't be, you know, struggling um from the beginning and and, and things like that. Um, how does your family feel about this? We haven't really mentioned, uh, you know, like you, your well, I, I didn't like your even sister. Tell them.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I didn't mean tell well, I wasn't allowed to tell them you know I signed oh, okay. a confidentiality okay. agreement mm-hmm. and uh but I did tell him i said look turn turn it on, America's got talent tonight, you know I told <laughs> and uh and then she, she she and the rest of my family saw it and uh you know it was an experience that i i i wanted to to definitely um not have by myself, but rather share it with my friends and family. Of course I made it more worth it for me uh, to be mm-hmm. doing it and, and, and bring them along with me. And uh, a lot of my family have never been out of Mississippi and that was the the first time they ever been to Hollywood. <laughs> You know, so here I'm bringing all my redneck family and friends into Hollywood for the first time, you know. (laughs) It was was like uh, I heard the Beverly Hillbillies uh, song Uh going off when they were coming out. But uh, they had a great time. We all had a great time with it. And and I, I couldn't have done it without them.
0: That's beautiful. So, Michael, I've had a blast speaking to you for um, um, this afternoon. You know, we we, we got so carried away talking about, you know, your beginnings and, um, you know, and your your journey through the career that we forgot to mention, your latest album. (laughs) So so Uh, if you can go ahead and, 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 and mention that real quick and where can people go and listen to it and download your music?
1: Well, we worked very hard on this album. Uh, this was a, a huge uh, uh, collaboration with uh, uh, from great songwriter uh, Kevin Hunter, uh, who wrote uh, most of this album with me, um, to uh, collaborating with uh, great musicians in the studio to get this thing produced, uh, from Drew Masterpol producing it, playing drums on it, uh, uh, Carlos Guerrero on guitar, uh, Colin Hotchkiss on bass guitar. We have Jamie Borden, who uh, who is playing drums also on the album and helped produce the album and really uh, was behind the whole project and, and, and the Kickstarter program, getting that started, uh, which was amazing to me. All the fans that, that, uh, that really did uh, help out financially on this, uh, um, I'm always uh, amazed and very grateful and blessed. Uh, we spent uh, eight months trying to get this album uh, in the state that it's in, and uh, though it's not what people are used to hearing from me, it is me. It uh, is you know, all these songs are, are songs I wrote through the past uh, ten years or more, and uh, they needed to be recorded. and uh, And I couldn't have uh, recorded this album with uh, um, any more talented musicians than. Than the ones that were on there, I was very blessed to, to, to be with them on this album, and uh, we we decided to call the album Grim uh, 824. It's uh, 824 is named after the studio that we recorded it in, called Studio 824. And uh, yeah, and that's it, <laughs> and there's the album.
0: That's that's quite beautiful. And where can people go and um and listen and download your music?
1: Uh, you can go on uh, my website, first off, michaelgrimmusic.com, uh, or you can just uh, find me on uh, uh, Facebook or, <clears throat> or let me see, iTunes. You can get uh, the songs from there. I think uh, you can get it from, absolutely from CD Baby and all of their distributors. Uh, okay. Yeah, just visit com and it'll direct you in the, Okay, perfect. In and right also direction. one last... That-
2: yeah.
0: One last question. Um, you, I guess you've had a request for a Christmas or a gospel album. Is that something that you released already or that you're looking into releasing for this album? No, holiday it's
1: something, it was something that I will be uh, coming out with. i uh, been working on it. And, um, okay. It is a work in progress. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, doing a country album and traditional country and, uh, and a gospel album of uh, traditional gospel songs. Um, and uh, and a Christmas EP now. Hopefully, I can have at least the EP done by Christmas. But if it's not, uh, there will be a Christmas album uh, by next Christmas. And I keep okay. saying that, but I keep working. You know, it's these albums that <laughs> oh, they just they, they they take so much time to to get done and and yeah. uh, just recording songs. So, but uh, I I promise you, it is getting there, and uh, and it will be there. If not this Christmas, by next Christmas at the latest.
0: Beautiful. So I look forward to listening to that and possibly having you on the show again speaking about that um, that album, too. Uh, Michael, it's well, been a be pleasure. pleasure. I totally appreciate oh, a your pleasure time. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, uh, you know, it was nice speaking to you. Um, for all of those that have tuned in, that might tune in later on to listen to our archive interview, um, make sure to check out uh, Michael's um, website, michaelgrimmusic.com, um, or if you just want to simply download his music and make him, you know, a great, profitable musician, you can go on iTunes and download his music. Okay, so uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and take thank care, you Michael. God. God bless.
1: <laughs> I appreciate it.
0: So there you have it. That was Michael Grimm. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in today. Like I said, please check out his website, michaelgrimmusic.com, and that's Grimm with double M, okay, because I spelled it wrong the first time, <laughs> but just in case that happens to everyone else. Um, and yeah, as, as of for us to so stay tuned with us, go to show.com or our Facebook, you know, um, me on Twitter. You can follow me at Sasha Marine on Twitter, Instagram, that good stuff. So thank you, and goodbye.